What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hernition. I'm joined by both of them, guys. We have both of them on the show. I'm joined by Nick and Devin. Gentlemen, how's it going? Pretty good. It'd be going. It'd be going. And you know what? You know what makes that even better? It's the first time we've had all three of us on in like a month, and it immediately went to shit because you two started interrupting each other. It's exactly I, how I thought it was going to go. I waited for Devin for like a, three seconds. <laughs> I also waited for Nick for four. So, uh, uh, the joys of independent podcasting. Anyways, yeah, we, we need social cues. We do. We do. I like those. <laughs> all three of us do. Um. Anyways, we're here to break down the week that wasn't football. Now there was no. Uh, Thursday pod, Devin and I had conflicting schedules. Nick was at work. It just wasn't going to work out. If you guys saw, we tweeted out our picks. It went well for Devin. It went really well for Devin. That that fucker only got two games wrong all week. It did not go well for me because Devin and I were different on three games. I got all of them wrong. And Nick took a one game lead on me because the one game he and I disagreed on, I also got wrong. So to check your standings in the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich Championship, um, Devin, your record is 74 and 14. Nick, you are 72 and 16, and I am 71 and 17. In other words, I need a lot to go my way to catch up to Devin. I need Devin to have like an Urban Meyer type week where just nothing goes his way. And then he ends up crying and quitting the podcast. Uh, it was only a matter of time before we got an Urban Meyer joke. Oh, there's going to be more. Trust me. There's going to be more. It's the three of us. Mike is uh, is enjoying the uh, the pain of others. I very much am because you know what? I saw a tweet when the Jaguars had the lead about how we needed to, to, to show more respect to Urban Meyer. And I'm really glad that that ended up not coming to fruition. Now, gentlemen, I want to ask. Do we start with the college games or do we start with the pro games? I vote pro. Yeah, pro. Let's, Let's get see. the pro out of the way. It was painful. Um, All right. So I'm just going to go like, take hold of this conversation right quick and say I do not think the Ravens deserve the win against the Lions. In fact, I was hoping that they'd lose um, there at the end. But, uh, you know, thanks, Justin Tucker. You got Baltimore 2-1. and one. Um, Yeah. I mean, it is kind of funny. Yeah, it it is kind of funny as we start the the breakdown last year when Devin and I would do this. We would record on a Friday morning, generally get it up by Friday afternoon. So there was this Thursday night game that we could talk about. But now that we record on Monday and we record on Thursday, I don't care about reviewing the Thursday nighter like one iota. Yes, they all suck. I think this week's is somehow even worse. Like, I think the Jags play on Thursday. This is the Bengals and the Jaguars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you get to watch Jamar Chase like like torch whatever whoever's playing cornerback. Don't bury the lead, Nick. We will get to that in due time. Oh, my bad. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, Panthers beat the Texans. Um, next. <laughs> A game that I was very happy about, guys, because I mean, I have I have railed on Josh Rosen. Uh, jo- that is multiple times this season. I have called Josh Allen Josh Rosen. It's a Freudian slip there, Mike. I don't I don't know why. I know damn well it's Josh Allen. I keep calling him Josh Rosen. However, I have railed on Josh Allen for playing similarly to Josh Rosen this season. Yes, they were one and one entering this week, but Josh Allen was completing passes at like a 54% clip coming into this week. And as someone who is an avid Josh Allen fan, because he proved me wrong and has become a good player in the NFL, and someone who has Josh Allen on his fantasy team, I really was not wanting another bad week of Josh Allen play. Thankfully, he gave me 46 fantasy points. But more importantly, he gave the, the Bills a gigantic win, 43-21, to 21. 32 of 43 for 358, four touchdowns, and then he ran one in for shits and gigs as well. Um, this game was at no point competitive. Like, at no point was this competitive. 
Uh, gentlemen, do you have anything you want to add to this one? I mean, I think we can say officially that Washington's defense is definitely overrated. Because oh, yeah, uh, people were talking about they're like a top three unit, and they have mm-hmm. a they have a top they have a top defensive line, but the rest of the defense line. sucks. Well, they got the yeah. linebackers, and you know, Jameen Davis is not exactly uh, worth the nineteenth pick, in my opinion. You know, he's pretends to be shocked. I mean, it's the NFL falling in love with athletic guys, so it's Wait, gonna man. be a it's gonna be another year or two before he really looks like a the type of player that they need him to be. If I remember correctly, my comp for him coming out of Kentucky was the dog from Up. Squirrel. Dog chasing cars, man. Dog Just find the cars. ball. Honestly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's there's really nothing else that needs to be said about this game. The less said about it, the better. Washington got thoroughly shit kicked. Antonio Gibson is the only reason this game didn't get out of hand earlier. So. Yeah. We move on to the next game, and I just want to preface this by saying, fuck Matt Nagy. Oh, yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's my analysis on it. I'm, I'm sorry I, I can't give you a, 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 a ripping soliloquy about how Matt Nagy is incompetent. I'm just going to say um, I'm leave it at that. I mean, they he is had incompetent. They 77 very. yards? Or was that Vanderbilt had- that... No, they had less than Vanderbilt. They were outgained by Vanderbilt this week. Justin, I, they had one net passing yard. Yeah, net passing yard. So passing yards minus sack yardage, one yard. Listen, all I'm gonna say is they set up fields for failure. I mean, you didn't you didn't even like roll the pocket Mm-mm. until in the second quarter. You really didn't even. At which point you were already getting annihilated. They kept doing five man protections with running backs on blitzing linebackers and three techniques. So it's like, what did you expect to happen if you don't? If you're playing against a, a defensive line with, I know Jadavion Clowney. I know Jadavion Clowney isn't the same dude, but Miles Garrett is a menace, and you Four chose and to block sacks. him. You chose to block him one on one multiple times with 39 year or 38 year old Jason Peters, like. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> what did I you think was going to happen? I was today years old when I learned that Jason Peters is on the Bears. Yeah, they signed him after I think it was uh, what Tevin Jenkins was going to be hurt, and then some other dude, Cody Whitehair, maybe. No, uh, no, he's playing guard. I know no. he's playing some another tackle got hurt, so they had to sign him. Oh, it's Larry Borum, the rookie. Yeah, he got hurt too, so they had no choice. And I mean, even if Borum was playing, this still would have been bad. No, because Larry Borum was a late round pick. Yeah. So. Oi. Oi. So that one was twenty six to six. Uh, Nick, I'm it's just gonna not, let you. Honestly, a, it's honestly a miracle they scored six points. Same. Being honest, I, I agree. Nick, would you like to wax poetic about the next game? It's it, it's the Ravens and Lions. All right, I kind of alluded to it at the beginning, but uh, Baltimore should not have won that game. I actually feel bad for Dan Campbell. If you saw the uh, shot of him on the sideline, like as soon as Tucker kicked it, like the man looked like he had his heart ripped out of his chest. I mean, Hollywood Brown looked really good there for a second. You know, first two weeks played really well. Then... It seemed to this game he forgot how hands work and could not reel in a, a deep pass from Lamar Jackson to save his life. Um, it's a, it was another really kind of uninspiring performance from Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman. Freeman was, granted, Freeman in his prime, really solid running back. I can't take that away from him. But you could tell that him and Murray especially are should not be the lead guys. Um they were Harbaugh and Roman really were, were prioritizing those two, getting those two snaps over Tyson Williams, who's much younger. And, you know, I mean, I would argue right now much better than than either Murray or Freeman. And then on defense, like Baltimore was missing their entire, most of their, uh, their starting defensive front. Um, Houston, Medawike, uh, Ferguson, and uh, Brandon Williams are out with COVID. So they were playing, you know, Project Washington and Justin Ellis up front. Wow, Project Washington is a name I haven't heard in a hot minute. Yeah, he's not great. 
Solid no, he's not. Guy, but he's like, yeah, he's an all right rotational guy, but I, I would not trust him to start for any length of time. No, um, nor should you. Um, and then, you know, Patrick Queens continues to struggle in coverage. Um, I want to say he's like jamming Davis, where he's just like a dog chasing cars, but at the same time, it's it's like I, I he struggles. He just struggles. by the way. Uh, I, I forgot to mention this on the last game. I feel bad for having to double back to the Bears game. But Matt Nagy has said that all three quarterbacks are, are in a competition to start week four. So that includes Nick Foles. That's pain. So that does wonders for your rookie quarterback's confidence, right? You just let him out to get slaughtered and then decide, oh, okay, well, you know, I did nothing to help you. I called the worst game imaginable, and now I'm going to start Nick Foles over you. Disgusting. What the fuck are we doing? Listen, just trade Justin Fields now. Just trade him. Just trade him. I, I know it's a hot take, but just trade the man. I mean, if, you, if you're just going to make it Mitch Trubisky 2.0, just trade him to a contender right now. Trade him to any, anywhere that has a plan. Just You know what? Trade him within the division. Send him to Detroit. They have a plan. I, I Honestly, I would feel much better about him being in Detroit than mm-hmm. Chicago right now. They're going to fuck him up. Anyways, let's let's enough of Matt Nagy. I'm I'm yeah. tired of that. Uh, the Titans won 25 to 16. The Colts continue to be very bad and be held, uh, be dealt the worst hand of a of a starting schedule I've ever seen. Because like I think their first wins realistically coming in like week six. They literally got dealt a murderer's row to start the season. Like I I'm just gonna check this now. Tell me where where Indy's first win comes in. All right, they're zero and three now, and they've had to face uh, the Titans this past week. They had to face the Rams and the Seahawks, and coming up, they have okay. Well, next week they have the Dol- uh, the Dolphins, then the Ravens, and then the Texans. Dolphins, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, they might squeeze one out past Baltimore because like- no. That's in two weeks, man. I think I think Baltimore is gonna gonna rest up and, well, and be Rashad Bateman is back practicing, so yeah, that's true. Okay, never mind. Take that one back. So, like at best next week, but realistically, potentially, um, October seventeenth. That would be horrible because that means that the Eagles are getting that pit. Well, no, and- no, provided Carson Wentz plays seventy five percent of the snaps. I'm assuming he will. I can't believe he played. By the way, the whole week of seeing Carson once doubtful with ankles was hilarious. Ankles, plural. Sprained both ankles. You know it's bad if they opted to play someone with injured ankles over... <laughs> over... <laughs> over Jacob Eason. Jacob I'm Eason sorry, is sorry. not... A healthy Jacob Eason is not as good as a completely immobile Carson Wentz due to ankles. Listen, Jacob Eason stands. I don't think he's he's not going to be playing for Indy. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. Um, as for as for the this the game as a whole, uh, I mean, it kind of went the way we expected it. I don't think Tennessee was really challenged all that much. They won without having to get Julio the ball all that much, which is bad for me. Bad for me too because I have Julio. So. I mean, you know, I'm going to stop playing Tennessee receivers until they show me that they're going to consistently. And then yeah. every, the, the time that I bench him, he's going to go off. Well, it's okay. I, I started Rondell Moore, and he got me uh, two yards. That's that's why I don't mess with rookies, man, in fantasy. They're volatile. So I started him over Marquise Brown. <laughs> Keep in mind, I am loaded at wide receiver. Like, I'm stupid loaded at wide receiver. We talked about this last week, but like just the insane depth I have at wide receiver. I have no running backs, but anyways, no one cares about Mike's fantasy team. Let's move on. The Chargers beat the Chiefs. I told you all uh, in my article that this was going to be the kickback on your couch with a cold one game of the week, and it lived up to the damn billing. This game was fun. The Chargers won a close game, guys. It's about time. It's about damn time. And they won and they scared Kansas City so much that they picked up Josh Gordon. I hate that so much. That brings me so much pain. They can't keep getting away with this. 
Carter Donick put it best. He does not need to be 2013 All-Pro Josh Gordon, nor does anyone think he can be 2013 All-Pro Josh Gordon. He I mean, just even, if he's, to, even if he's he, half of that, it's still He just than... needs to outperform Bra- uh, Byron, P- uh, Byron Pringle. Pringle. Yeah, can Let's we talk about how the, the Chiefs have kind of mismanaged their – their their depth of receiver. Yeah, they have Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and McCole Hartman. Sometimes, Is, sometimes they have half of a McCole Hartman. That's suboptimal. That is suboptimal. But you know what? Good for the Chargers. Uh, you know, I I think Kansas City will be fine. They'll be fine. I think they'll still win the division. I mean, as a Ravens fan, I don't want them to be, but you know what? Yeah, probably. I'll tell you what, man. Justin Herbert, is, we're going to have a discussion about him at the end of the season as a top 10 QB. To quote, Maybe even top five. I mean, to, I, I don't, I don't want to go get crazy, but he's to, that good. To quote Charles Barkley, we are going to start a dialogue. There has to be one. There has to be one. Yeah. There has to be. Um, you know, I, I predicted that Mac Jones would gift the Saints a, a game-clinching interception. It wasn't necessary, but he decided to do me a solid and throw an extra pick just to be safe. Uh, the Saints win. Uh, the Boston media is still clamoring at the fact that Mac Jones completed not only one pass, guys, but multiple passes. And show me a rookie quarterback that has ever completed multiple passes in a game. Apparently he still played okay to some uh, <laughs> some some pundits, but listen, man, they they did not set him up for success at all. No, nope. basically they're basically telling him first read or check it down. <laughs> That's what they're telling him to do. I mean, it, it's it's not ideal for your rookie quarterback. Like they have no running game, so he is basically checking the ball down. I mean, it, it's it's hard they, to watch. They let him throw the ball 51 times. That is 53 more than he should because he should be starting. But. Apparently, he gave them the best chance to win. But, hey, what do I know? No. No. You know, the, you know, what, you know what's even better? What? Tom Brady comes to town next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I am going to have a blast writing that article. That should be fun. Because Tom is probably going to put 405 touchdowns on her head. And Mac's going to not. Is there anything we actually want to talk about with this game, or can we just get the hell up? Well, I mean, since I'm the Saints fan, I I have I, I have major concerns about the offense. They they literally, if the defense didn't force two takeaways or three takeaways, this game would have been a lot closer. So I, I don't know, man. It's is rough. The offense is rough right now. I'm just, you know what? I just, I am so glad every time New England loses for, for multiple reasons now. Yeah. I kind of just don't really care. I, I just like seeing them lose. It's all every, good. Everyone likes seeing their downfall. Let's be yeah. honest. Um, I am never picking the Giants again, it seems. Holy hell. Good Christ. Hey, um, Mike. Mike, the positive, the only positive thing the Giants have done this season is tank. Well, no, but but Aziz Ojolari has like three sacks in three games, and that's good for my brand. So, like, that's good for all of our brand. The problem with this game comes that the Giants are um, about as useful as a kettle made of butter. Um, they are as a team just completely useless, completely useless as a franchise. Can't run the ball with Saquon Barkley. Uh, Daniel Jones is shocker, not it. Something we could have told you the day before the 2019 NFL draft, but they decided to take him sixth overall. I saw a tweet like this week that said that Daniel Jones was the best quarterback out of that class. And I just want to leave that to the group and, and see what you guys have to say about that. Is Daniel Jones better than Kyler Murray? I will take your silence as that that person should be publicly shamed. And I personally agree with you. Um, I, I yeah. love how me and Nick both Dead unmuted. Si- 
You unmuted and didn't say anything. You wanted me to know that you heard me, but you weren't going to say anything. Uh, yeah, the Giants it's, suck. Uh, it's, a moral, it's a morally reprehensible take. I'm going to tell you that much. Kudos to Cordero Patterson for the fantasy points I did not expect to get from him. I got like 18. At this point, I mean, he is somehow their second best weapon, even though they have Kyle Pitts on the team. But <laughs> He got zero targets at one point. It was like the fourth quarter before his first target. And you saw what happened when he got the ball. Good things happen. So it, would be, it would be amazing if the Falcons somehow had a plan to get their number four, four overall pick the ball. <laughs> but they uh, – I mean, I mean, that's possible. You, a, a human can actually do that? Like, like we, we can It's not all per chance? Like, you can't design touches for the guy you paid a, the fourth overall pick for? They can't scheme one-on-one matchups with – No. They gotta okay. force. They yeah. gotta force the ball to like Olamide Zacchaeus. Good job on that, Mike. I don't even know if I said it right. I probably didn't. I at least I don't have to say it. <sighs> Devin, I'm gonna get you to say so many of these fucking names now. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm gonna prepare. <laughs> but to listen um, to 15 broadcasts. Write down the pronunciation, but I have my cheat sheet right here on top of my laptop. So definitely okay. De- Nick and I were talking about this before we before you joined us in, in, in the pre-show. I keep hearing people say it as Josh Ooch, and it's not because and I, and I, I I can tell you that it's pronounced Uche. And you want to know how I know? Because I've interviewed Josh Uche, and if I if his last name was pronounced Ooch, Josh Uche would have actually ripped me in half because he's a very big man. I've heard Uche. It's Uche. And, and if you didn't know, go to the Patriots website, and, and there's actually a video of him saying his own name. It is Uche. It's not Uch. It's Uche. And do, you, about, re- do you really want about, to anger someone the size of Josh Uche? Like, Josh Uche is, sure, 6'1", 250, but has negative 18% body fat. Like His name, Tua's name, still is being said wrong. It's like... How how do how are y'all on TV not knowing how the same people? Granted, speak? how many sportscasters did we see that could not say Dirk Nowitzki for twenty years? Nowinski, Nowinski, it was it was crazy. People suck. They're bad. Anyways, anyways, moving on, moving on from that game and and, and mispronunciation. Uh, the Steelers' offense sucks. I mean, Absolutely terrible. Good. <laughs> right on brand. Now, listen, we could have told people last year that he was washed. And, and Steelers fans, God forbid, they were like, no, he still got juice in his arm. He we just... were arguing with fans on Twitter this summer. Because I had said he had regressed in each of the last four seasons. Apparently, I just... apparently telling the truth hurts. Like, even like me being a Drew Brees fan, I knew he was declining. You can't you can't pretend to hide from that. And you know what? Their hiding is going to cause them to be bad for the next three to four years after he's done. Because they don't have a plan at quarterback. Oh, you mean that you don't believe in Mason Rudolph or, or, or Dwayne Haskins? If they believed in him, he would be the quarterback right now. He yeah, would have played. He would have played yesterday because Ben is not even healthy. No. <sighs> okay, let, let let let's get the elephant out of the room. Let's make fun of the Jaguars for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> Nick's so excited he forgot to unmute himself while he was cheering a second ago. Uh, <laughs> they were up. And terrifying me because I I swear Arizona was going to lose. I was terrified they were going to lose to the Jaguars and that was going to breed false hope. But instead, they gave up like 17 points in the matter of about 14 seconds somehow. It was 19 to 0 and then I checked back. It was 24-19. I was like, what happened in five minutes? (laughs) They completely imploded in record time. Record time. And you know what? 
heads needed to roll, Devin. They needed to find a sacrificial lamb. And that sacrificial lamb that, that needed to be extinguished in order for this team to finally not suck was their first round pick from last year, who they traded for a backup tight end. Talk about roster management. Okay, I am fully aware that this Jags regime of Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke, which the fact that either of those men is in charge of an NFL team. However, but I digress. I mean, Trent Baalke, we know he's a bad GM, and Urban Meyer, who could have thought that he'd have be having power trips a month into the season? Shocker. Um, I know they didn't select C.J. Henderson, which is why Tyson Campbell was picked because neither of them bothered to look at the roster of the team. They themselves took over. But to give up on him after 16 games, or no, sorry, math, math, sorry, bad at math, 19 games. Well, Mike, actually, it's technically 10. Did he miss time last week? Well, he only played like eight games last year. Okay, so they've given up on him after 11 freaking games. I actually gave them too much credit. I apologize. I will never give those two idiots credit again. Um, After 11 games, they've given up on him. And they traded him and a fifth rounder, a fifth round pick, to the Carolina Panthers for their backup, possibly third string tight end. Dan Arnold, who turned down the Jaguars this offseason, and a third. That is a crackerjack group of fucks. I tell you, the Panthers are a menace, man. <laughs> they they turned Dan Arnold to CJ Henderson. What? How do you da- even do, do that? You know who, do you know whose confidence is sky high right now? Dan Arnold. Because he literally had one good game with the Panthers. It wasn't even this week. And they went, let's trade a former first round pick to get Carolina's third string tight end. I mean, that checks out to me. Yeah. (laughs) My brain is broken. At this point, it seems like a Lane Kiffin with the Raiders type of move. Like I want I hate to get it. out. Yeah. I want Stop to get out. Ride. So I'm Stop going the... to make Mike Mayock wouldn't make this trade. No, you know picks, I'm though. right. He would get picks though. He would, get he would at least get picks. Yeah. He would get picks. He'd be like, okay, I don't want this, this first rounder that I took last year who wants to give me like a future first and a fourth. Or like whatever the the trade value would be, he wouldn't be like, "All right, let's just trade." He's so bad. Apparently, we need to trade more picks, and the only thing we can get is a backup tight end. Listen, Mayock. I know we make fun of him a lot. He can't draft first round picks, but he can still he can still evaluate some talent. I mean, the Raiders are three and zero. Yeah. So I mean, he he's doing something right. I mean, it's, it doesn't look pretty all the time, but I would rather I would rather deal with that versus whatever the Jaguars. I mean, the Cardinals beat them by twelve points, and Kyler Murray didn't score. He did have a rushing touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. He could he didn't throw for a touchdown, and they still won by double digits. And they got a kick six before halftime. This the. <laughs> The Jaguars are the saddest thing to ever... Like, I thought full-on this year they were going to be bad. But, like, the Texans were clearly going to be the worst thing ever assembled in the history of the NFL. I mean, they might finish... The Texans might finish uh, second in division. <laughs> I mean, Not only Colts- that, yeah, the Colts are pretty bad and, and injury-prone. And, and then Jacksonville might actually be, like, 0-16 Detroit Lions level of completely incompetent. Honestly, if they win a game, it's because someone else is trying to lose. Yeah, like th- this is this is if like Sasha like I didn't know that this regime would be like if the Owen sixteen Lions and the Owen sixteen Browns had a love child of awful. That's the only way I can describe them. This is the this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, they are going to somehow screw up the most unscrew-uppable quarterback prospect in the history of the planet. 
I hate it. At least Jacksonville's staying on brand, Mike. Just such a poverty franchise. Moving on. Speaking of poverty franchises, the Jets still exist. They got destroyed by uh, the Broncos 26 to nothing. The only thing that comes to mind with this year's Jets is that Artie Lang quote. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up Artie Lang Jets quote. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Can I say something? Go for it. The only reason the Jets aren't getting as much criticism as the Jaguars is because the Jaguars are monumentally bad. Because... (laughs) Like, the Jets have a built-in excuse in that their entire offensive line is hurt. Or bad. I don't know, man. They look they look really bad. Yeah. Like, like really The bad. number one and number two picks are playing, like, number one and number two picks on bad franchises. Like, this is how it normally goes. The last few years, we've just been like, oh, okay. So, like, you, you draft a quarterback in the first round and, and, like, top of the first round. And then they completely revolutionize your franchise. And within three years, you're a contender. No, 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 no. This is how it used to be. Where, like, you would have your rookie quarterback's confidence destroyed by week four. And then you just hope to God at some point it comes together. Like, that's what the Jets and Jags are doing. They pretty much just put them out to the wolves. I mean, I, I don't understand what the Jets are doing right now. Like, there are, clip, there are constant clips I've seen on Twitter every time I log on today. And they are not even blocking defensive linemen. Like, they are coming up free rushing. Like, interior defensive linemen are free rushing the quarterback. Like, how do you expect them to be successful? Like, how you do don't. you expect? <laughs> like, and they're not playing Denzel Mims. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, what's happening? Can we just like, move on? Can we talk about a, a team that doesn't suck for a few minutes? Like, I feel like I need a brain cleanse after talking about the Jets I, and Jaguars back. I tell to you back. what, the NFL got smart because they made all the bad games at one o'clock. They made thirty yeah, they of those Like, those- just. Just stay on there in your Woo! island and, and just get out the way. Uh, Raiders beat the Dolphins in overtime. Uh, thought the Raiders were going to lose this one at one point. Uh, by the way, the Dolphins somehow managed to get the only completed pass without a penalty that resulted in a safety in NFL history. I mean, just great job, guys. Jacoby Brissett revolutionizing the NFL. First of all, like... We talk about Mac Jones checking the ball down. What was he doing? Because at one point he had 21 completions for 117 yards. <laughs> he like was that is a game. real stat. Devin, he was managing. He was a game manager. Man, he's managing the game. I don't know what you want to tell you here. Oh, uh, they're turning. They're, turning, they're turning Jalen Waddle into Jarvis Landry. How do you do that? He had oh, 12 just, catches for 58 yards. I just got physically ill hearing that. That's what's happening. Look at his stat line. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, Jarvis used to be like 11 catches for 77 yards. No, Jarvis is still that way. True, but he's not on the Dolphins anymore, so we don't have to lump him in anymore. But still. Um, I hate the fact that Rams fans have confidence. They won 34-24 to 24 over the Buccaneers. I hate it here. We should have saw it coming, though. No, the Bucks, we should. The Buck the Buck secondary is horrible. <laughs> it, they have. So did many did any of y'all think to warn me before I wrote my predictions article that they were terrible? No. Some friend you are. Don't even retweet my stuff. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Nick's not even touching that one. Nick's not even reacting to that one. Uh, <laughs> Vikings beat the Seahawks 30 to 17 Seahawks defense still bad. Uh, Vikings offense, surprisingly decent. It's, it almost feels like, remember how after week one, we all thought that they were like trying to lose. Like we thought that the Vikings were basically going to try to lose to get Zimmer fired. Like, it seems like Seattle was just like, okay, bet try to lose when we play this bad. We're going to force you to, to stick with Zimmer for a bit. The last six quarters of the Seahawks football has been downright bad. Like, the second half of the Titans game, they just completely blew it. And then this game, like, I don't know how you don't exploit their secondary. Like, it's been getting torched the first two weeks. 
Yeah. And like they went out the first drive, they went down and scored. And then after that, it was just what's going on? They made Kirk Cousins look like an all pro player. That is a terrifying statement. And can we just wrap this up by saying don't give Aaron Rodgers any time left? Just don't do it. See, see, I have an opinion about this. So I understand that mindset, but you're the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, it is not a guarantee they're going to score a touchdown at the end of the game. So to me, it's like, it's very hard to say, like, maybe they should have went down at the one. Maybe they should have waited a little bit longer. Because what if they didn't score? What time just ran out and they just didn't score? You know, you look back at that play and, like, he fell down at the one. And then you don't get in. You look dumb. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you can't leave any time for him. But, I mean, you just need to get one open field tackle and waste down like 10 seconds. Like, they did nothing. Nothing they did was smart. First of all, you should double Devontae Adams on the last. I don't care. I don't care. Like, if Robert Tanya beats you, live with it. It's Robert Tanya. Like- yeah. Like, uh, Marquez, uh, Va- how do you say his name? Scandal. Marquez- yeah. Let him. I love this. how you can't be bothered. Like that's not even a hard name. You just can't be bothered. No, I'm just, I'm just mad because it's like, you know who to key on, key in on, and you have one-on-one coverage on a pivotal third and ten in the game. You will let him be one-on-one in zone coverage. And expected something good to happen. Like I, I, I just can't, man. I just like I, I get like don't leave him time, but at the same time, make it harder for him. Don't just like let him throw to Devontae Adams one on one, like over the middle. Like nobody even touched him. Like how do you let that happen? I, I just can't. I, I don't know, man. Segwaying over into the college games, we got a great game on Friday night. Um, Fresno State with the come from behind victory over uh, UNLV. Devin, you're the Mountain West uh, scout. Explain to me how UNLV gets up on Fresno State. UNLV really isn't as bad as their record says, but the quarterback that they had in the first half, I don't know what was going on with him. He got like cramps and he was hurt. And then he, he just didn't play the rest of the game. So I, I don't know what happened. But Fresno State just came out sleepwalking. <laughs> they they did. I mean, it was clearly a hangover from the UCLA game. But second half, Jalen Cropper and, and Jay Kaner did their thing, man. Four touchdown connections in the second half. It was, it was crazy. But, 38 to 30 for Fresno. They're the cardiac kids. This is going to be their season in, in terms of doing that. Um, I, I do have to say, though, this is going to be a little bit more difficult because Boise State, I know their record is like two and two, but they played Oklahoma State down to the wire, UCF. They're a pretty good team. And then obviously you got Jake Hayner and uh, Carson Strong in middle of October. So I'm very excited about that game. That'll be uh, a very fun one to watch. Now, Nick, you got you had the pleasure of having to scout this one. This was uh, Southern Miss up against Alabama, and it went about as well as you would think Southern Miss versus Alabama went. 63-14 to 14 for Bama. Yeah, that's kind of the, uh, the weird thing about being the Conference USA scout. I mean, there's some schools that I prioritize it for others. And, and Rightfully Miss, so. Not, Southern Miss is for sure not a, a priority because there's really only one prospect that I have on my watch list, and it's offensive card Bryce Foxworth. Uh, that sounds got, like a fake person. He, he, I think he had an NFL PA invite, so I put him on my list. I'm like, okay, let me check this guy out. Um, like, LeBron Ray and that defensive line had to weigh with – had to weigh with Southern Miss's offensive line the entire night, and it, and, and it was not a, a good, like, a, like, initial watch for me for Foxworth. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, so there's that. Uh, I mean, the first play of the game, like, like literally, Jamison Williams uh, takes the ball from his end zone to the opposite end zone for a touchdown, which is how that works, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just realized how that just sounded coming out of my mouth, but I just, I just, I just leaned into it anyway. Um, just I love when him. tired Nick is on the show. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I lost some train of thought. No, Jameson Williams scores full, scores the first points of the game within like the little first seconds of the game, so that's fun. And it all just kind of just snowballed from there. Yeah, Bryce so. Bryce Young, really good. Um, Jaleel Billingsley out of the doghouse, seemingly five catches, one of five, and a touchdown. That's that's brand. Brand. Um, somehow Nick Saban is still not satisfied. Yeah, he was saying we need to play with more intensity in the second half. Bro, you're up 42 points. What are we doing? Nick Saban is, is, is literally becoming the meme where, like, if the team's not beating beating a small school by, like, 30 points within the first five minutes of, of, of the game, like, I bet, I bet he's in the locker room, like, at halftime, like, throwing, like, tables and, like, calling people pieces of shit. He's like, the type he's of. Literally becoming, he's that, That's becoming a meme. All right, that is becoming a meme around Nick Saban, and I think as as a, as a collective like community, we need to like like just 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 hammer that into the ground until. It's he's becoming too powerful. Well, for him, I think he manufactures anger. Yeah, I, I honestly do. Like he's the type okay. of dude is like everything is going perfect, but he has to be mad. It, you know, he, you know why he needed to be mad because Frank Gore Jr. plays for for Southern Miss, and f- he didn't coach Frank Gore Senior. So Southern uh, Miss needs to be punished. Like, I mean, I would not be surprised. He he is he's he's the Michael J- uh, Jordan of coaching. Like, he will hold grudges for fifty years for things that didn't take place. Manufacture uh, shit. Can we just talk about how inept Vanderbilt was? They had 77 years. The funny thing is, is that we were like, oh my God, like, holy crap. The, 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 the Georgia almost has more points than, than Vanderbilt had yards. And then she, the bears went, well, like we can actually be worse offensively than Vanderbilt. Do you know how hard that is? By the way, uh, um, 77 yards for Vanderbilt, 62 points for Georgia. This game, I'm pretty sure uh, boss man Tyler Browning said that he was able to stop watching this game in the first quarter. It was 35 nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like the starters played the first quarter. What do you even like? What do you even do with a game like that? Remember when Vanderbilt was was respectable? <laughs> that like two years with James Franklin? Yeah, <laughs> they're never getting that back. No, nope. no, poor Clark Lee. He left Notre Dame to go coach there. He's gonna be gone soon. He's like, I need to go be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. <laughs> he, he's gonna leave them. Uh, Oregon beat down Arizona forty-one to nineteen. Um, yeah, Anthony Brown has still not played well, but I mean, it doesn't really matter when you get Arizona in front of you. Their their secondary is insane. Verone McKinley had another pick. Um, Michael Wright had a great pick. Yeah. So I mean, Brand. The game was a closer was close at one point, and it shouldn't have been. The defense made sure they closed the door, but it yeah. shouldn't have been close. Speaking of games that shouldn't have been close, Oklahoma and West Virginia. I knew it was going to be close. Oh, I knew it was going to be close too. I can't with Spencer Rattler anymore. I can't. I can't do it, guys. I can't. I have to watch him every week. And then I have to watch as several media outlets talk about, well, the, you know, if you look at the numbers, he's completed 70% of his passes. He's actually doing really well. Like, numbers no. Lie. Numbers lie all the time. Like, some of his completions are because Jaden Hazelwood is, is leaping 37 feet into the air to save his ass from throwing another interception. Some guys just don't get it with, with decision-making. I mean, look at look at Jameis Winston. I mean, to me, I feel like that is a – I don't want to say a comp, but it's a play style. Like, yeah. just so arm arrogant that you're going to make throws that don't have no business being made. It's the think- same thing that plagued Matt Corral last year, only Corral seems to have fixed that so far. He had no choice. He has to fix. He had to fix it because if you're throwing six, five, six interceptions in a game, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, Rattler. He's throwing a ton of interceptable passes, and he's just getting bailed out. Um, by the way, Wanye Morris, the Oklahoma, uh, sorry, the Oklahoma left tackle that was a transfer from Tennessee, got absolutely worked by Dante Stills. 
Oklahoma's offensive line is probably Sucks. the worst it's been in, in years. I was like told they I was told they had a good offensive line because they, they had got Kyrus. talent. They, they, they have <laughs> that's, a, that's a big difference. I, I was told all about Marquise Haynes and, and Tyrese Robinson and then Wanya Morris and, and no, 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 no. I'm out on all of them. I'm out on all of them. Despicable. Um I mean, this this is not a good West Virginia team. Like, yeah, they beat Virginia Tech. But, like, the offense is so predictable. By the way, great game for Bryce Ford Wheaton, the wide receiver from West Virginia. Uh, eight catches, 93 yards. Just kind of picked them apart in the mid-game. It's not like Oklahoma has that great of a defense. I have no idea how this game only combined for 29 points. But I I can't with Oklahoma. I, I have no faith that they're going to – I think they're going to lose twice this year. I think they're going to lose. The, they're going to lose in the conference, and I think that Texas is going to beat them. They they won't win the Big Twelve. Texas beats them, and maybe like OK State or Baylor. That would be fun if Baylor won. I would love that if Baylor won. I should mention Rattler's numbers. He was twenty six of of thirty six for two fifty six and a touchdown, but it could have been a lot worse. He got booed. Like they started chanting for his backup. Yikes! The the I I don't know. I can't remember who they have next week. I want to say it's like oh, it, uh, it's Kansas State on the road. That's going to be tough. Well, that's the team they've lost to what two of the last three years or something like that. They've lost two of the last three years to them. Maybe the last, I think the last two years actually. And here's the thing: I've now seen Spencer Rattler go go up against a, a defense that another top quarterback prospect has gone up against when Matt Corral also faced Tulane. Now I get to compare him to Carson Strong against that defense. Good luck. Yeah. Colorado State almost beat Iowa. Can I explain that one? Iowa is a fraudulent top five team. Can either of you explain that one to me? Nick, you got anything? Iowa's a a fraudulent team. I mean, yeah. I I I just what Devin said, they're a fraudulent team. I mean, I I think I think the AP like overreacts to some of these rankings a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and Iowa being in, in anywhere like close to the top ten even is an, a massive overreaction. I mean, their I mean the quarterback play alone is just not great. It's it's serviceable at best. I mean, they have a, a solid running game in, in, in Tyler with Tyler Goodson, but I mean the defense it, is okay. Is it bad line. that that I want Nate Stanley to be back on this team because he would somehow make them better? No, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Well, no, actually, Devin, I actually will agree with you because I, I think, relatively speaking, Nate Stanley is a better quarterback than Spencer Peters. Peters doesn't even have an NFL future. He, he doesn't, no. He, he ha- he <laughs> Not has, even uh, CFL. Uh, no, no. He has, like, like stockbroker at Goldman Sachs for the <laughs> future. I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> Actually, in a way, I hope he does. But (laughs) I knew that line was coming, too. Uh, Penn State beat Villanova. Cool. Cool. That's a really nice win you got there, Penn State. I have nothing to say about this game. Arkansas beats Texas A&M. Devin, you called this one. Actually, Nick, I think you did as well. Did you? I don't think. So I'm the jackass for for picking uh, Texas A&M. Did I pick? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm floored. <laughs> I don't remember picking that. Don't make but, me hey. drive. Don't don't make me drive to Atlanta. Don't make me do it. Hey, look. I just knew Texas AM. Don't make me drive to Atlanta, Devin. Texas AM's quarterback situation is bad. It is bad. I mean, look, it, it wasn't even great with the other quarterback. And once again, we overrate Texas AM. They can't win the big games. They just can't. Just can't be done. Also, Arkansas, really good under Sam Pittman. The quarterbacks, they did nothing in the second half outside matter. like running the ball. Like didn't they, matter. They could they can't throw the ball consistently and they still won the game. It's crazy. Yeah. Coach of the year. 
Coach of the year, no doubt. Moving on, I'm kicking myself for not picking NC State. I knew this game was going to go this way. I knew it too. I should have picked that one. That's one of the games I got wrong. And uh, and I was like, I knew that NC State was going to cover. I just didn't know. Because even – I had a little bit of doubt even when they went into overtime because they should have won the game straight up. Chris Dunn, they bad kicker. Up. Bad kicker. They, they should have won like 23 to 14 because he missed like three kicks. The game was should have been already been over, but whatever. Anyway, I just want to talk about my guy, Devin Leary. That overtime throw almost sent me into spirals. It was crazy. Crazy. It's, it's big brand. Big brand over here. Literally, Devin was the first one on him. I don't know if he declares this year. I think he probably is going to come back. Still has a little little something he needs to work on in, in terms of passing. A little bit of inconsistencies, but that was a damn dime. With the game on the line, I, there just couldn't have been a better pass. It was beautiful. Clemson looking really, really bad so far. Um, yeah, rank number twenty-five. Shouldn't be ranked. That that is disrespectful. I don't care. I don't care. That is disrespectful. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny as that hell. It's disrespectful. It's funny. It's funny, but it's disrespectful. Uh, Ohio State beats Akron. Congratulations. Devin, did you watch this game as the Akron scout? So, you remember I told I, – I, I haven't said this on a pod, but I told you Barb, uh, Bubba Arslanian is literally the Mac version of Patty Fisher. I was not kidding because he got thrown 10 yards by Garrett Wilson on that reverse. That's the only play I saw of the game, by the way. So. <laughs> uh, oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. That, that 59 to 7. What am I supposed to get out of this? Akron is just getting tossed around. Like, why? Why do they schedule Ohio State and Auburn in the same year? Like, why? <laughs> what confidence do you gain from that? There is a serious masochism problem with you know, at the University oh, of Akron. Man. Can we just move on? I'm just I feel bad for Akron because it's like I don't. They actively decided to do this. While we're talking about the Mac, can we talk about how Minnesota lost to Bowling Green? One of the worst teams in the country. What? They have Matt McDonald. Dude had what? Remember that that game That's last year? Where he went like two, three. Uh, three and 19 or something like that. Like, yeah. what? That dude beats Minnesota in Minnesota. It's a good thing the Vikings won. Otherwise, like, otherwise, Forno and, and, and Thor would have been inconsolable. Um, Sorry. Yeah, Nick, we were talking about Bowling Green beating Minnesota, so. Yeah, uh, we're going to speed through these ones. Florida beats Tennessee. Who really cares? Wisconsin completely fell apart. Uh, so behind the curtains, we we just lost Nick. Nick had to run for something. So it's actually just David and I just finishing up the podcast now. Uh, Notre Dame, they destroyed Wisconsin. Um, yeah. For, 41 to 13. Uh, Wisconsin completely fell apart in the fourth quarter. This was pathetic. This was an absolutely pathetic fourth quarter for Wisconsin. And I am never picking Wisconsin again. Listen, this this is the second week in a row that you pick someone to beat Notre Dame. And it just fourth quarter every time. I Listen, I understand the hate for Notre Dame. But if you're asking me Purdue and Wisconsin to beat them, what? This was the most Big Ten game ever, and then the fourth quarter happened, and apparently Graham Mertz decided he just didn't want to complete the ball to his own team. He had stakes in that game, and it's not for the right way. He, he he threw two pick sixes right to the dudes. Like It wasn't even like – he's not even trying to hide it at this point. Like, And Jack Cone wasn't even playing. I don't even – I don't get it, man. I, I don't understand. Uh, this was a fun one from beginning to end. Baylor versus Iowa State. You were right. Listen, Iowa State. Once again, you just can't trust a quarterback like that. You just can't. I'm sorry. 
you, you just can't do it. Um, yeah. I know he came. He, they almost came back and tied the game. But can we talk about the two point conversion that they messed up? Because that sh- play should not have happened, and Brock Purdy could have been saved the embarrassment of throwing an interception on a two point conversion had they called the play correctly, and he it had technically been called a QB kneel because he took a knee taking the snap. I just had to look at the play one more time. It didn't matter because he threw a pick on it anyway. <laughs> I know. That's the best part. He failed twice on one play. Um, in, all se- in all seriousness, this is the best that, that Brees Hall has looked all season. He was ripping off chunk yardage. Um, it looks like he finally woke up from his three-week-long nap. Um, and then... For Baylor, I mean, as great as this win was, Terrell Bernard, right now, it's it, they're as of Monday afternoon, no update. They fear it's a meniscus tear. And then they lost Jalen Petrie like three plays later. Petrie both, was just banged up. But both brand guys. Terrible. Petrie is fine. He's, he, he gutted it out and continued to play, but <sighs> losing Bernard is going to be big for that defense. Yeah, those those two man, two two of the best tandems defensively in the Big Twelve. And I mean, Baylor, Baylor's by the way, Brees Hall had a hundred and ninety rushing yards, and they they, they managed lost. to lose. They still lost. Brock Purdy had the had more passing yards in this game too. Like this was all Baylor's defense. I'll tell you what, man. Um, and. It was the it was, the NFL is still going to find a way to like Brock Purdy. Oh yeah, and it's going to be frustrating because he's either going to be the Sam Ellinger of this year or the Ian Book, whichever one you want to pick. It's one of those two guys because they're they both been in college forever, win games, and just whatever. Um. Baylor Romney was playing at quarterback for BYU this week. Wow. And they won. They only won by eight, but they won. That's right. And you know who his favorite target was? The other Romney. Brother to brother connection. They're either brothers or cousins, and I don't know which one, and I don't frankly family care. Family to family connection. <laughs> I frankly don't Covered care. All bases. There we go. Um... Yeah, they won 35 to 27 over South Florida. They were up 28 to 6 at halftime, to be fair to them. Took the foot off the gas. Yeah, exactly. Garbage time points. Uh, Coastal beats UMass 53 to 3. <laughs> cool. Cool. Congrats. UMass, UMass, another team that's getting tossed around. Uh, Rutgers almost came back on Michigan 20 to 13. Um, I mean, this one just seems about as boring as possible. It's a typical Big Ten game. Shocker. They With Michigan 10. involved. Yeah, and Rutgers. It's like we can't escape them, Devin. Well, at least Rutgers put up a fight, though. They they really they really held through throughout the game because I, th- I thought they were going to get blown out. Speaking of all, point. speaking of almost losing games that they should definitely win, it's Michigan State next. They won twenty three to twenty in overtime against Nebraska. Nebraska isn't as bad as years past. I will hear no such argument. They are not as bad as years past. I will hear no. no. They would have got blown off the field last year by Oklahoma this year. They kept it close. I'm telling you, look, they're only going to lose to Ohio State by 28. (laughs) Uh. Sam Howell was sacked eight times as Georgia Tech beat North Carolina. That makes no sense. No, <laughs> no it makes total sense. That offensive line is terrible. The Georgia Tech, though? Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, I know Jeff Sims came back, and that gave him a big boost, but... <sighs> Dude, they lost to North Illinois. They, they lost to Georgia Tech by 23 points. It's like they didn't even it wasn't even a close game. It was like oh. they got blown off the field. It didn't yeah. make any sense. None. Uh 
Can I talk about, okay. All day on Saturday, I was following this one from a distance. It was Georgia Southern, sorry, Georgia State on the road at Auburn. I thought Auburn was going to win by roughly 92 points. Because Georgia State has given up 40 plus points to North Carolina and Army. So I figured that Auburn was good. Like, this was going to be the game that makes people believe Bo Nix is a thing. Again, he's going to go like 500 yards by halftime. No. In fact, Georgia State led for all of this game up until the last 30 seconds, Devin. And then they lost by 10. They managed to fail in the most spectacular fashion. They led for like, like Auburn was up six to three after one. And then from there on out, it was all Georgia state. And then the last minute they allowed Bo Nix to lead Auburn right down the field for a touchdown and a two point conversion. And then they threw a pick six. Actually, it was TJ Finley. Oh, you're right. It Bo wasn't Nix Bo Nix. Bo Nix got benched. My apologies. TJ Finley, the former LSU guy. Who I'm sad that left. Yeah, it's got to be really hard for you. Speaking of which, I have something to tell you. So, I'm not going to name so any names. The, the look on his face right now, guys. Anyway, so... I was on, like I said, I'm not going to name any names. I was on a Twitter space on Saturday night. And two things. Two things that I heard. Like I said, I'm not going to name names. One, someone told me that JT Daniels is the best quarterback in this class. <laughs> okay, and then two, someone told me that Max Johnson is going to be a first-round pick next year. The quarterback for LSU. Also, no. Although family, nepotism, maybe. Then the third thing was like, they told me that there was going to be like two, like two quarterbacks taken in the first round this year. I was like, first of all, have you met the NFL? No. (laughs) First of all, no. When has the NFL ever done something like that? 2013. Exactly. Two. Why is JT Daniels you think is the best quarterback? Granted, he is a Falcons in Georgia Bulldogs fan. That's all I will. I know exactly all, who you're talking about. Yes. That is all I will. I know say. exactly who you're talking about. That is all I will say. Moving on. But last point before we move on. How can you watch JT Daniels and think he's the best quarterback in this class? He, he was like, he has the best tools. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What do you – I just had to get that out because I've been thinking about that the last two days. So, we Moving can, on. We, on. Uh, we only have a couple more games we need to go over. Uh, UCLA beat Stanford 35-24. to I know you have brand guys you want to talk about, so. You said who? UCLA beat, beat Stanford 35-24. Oh, I, I actually did not. I didn't watch the game, to be honest. You did not watch your son, Dorian Thompson Robinson? It's Stanford. I'm not – I can't get excited about that. Uh, I mean, he, you know, made the one, Cal he made fan, one dime. He made he had one dime down the field. That was nice. But I, the, I don't The Cal care fan in me, Devin, loves this because despite the fact Cal sucks, Stanford also sucks with us. So I, I can't get excited about that. And then the last the last game, Devin, I mean, man, Oklahoma State and their bipolar offense. They beat number 25, Kansas State, 31 to 20. They did not. This is the second week in a row where Oklahoma State has not scored in the second half. Yeah, look, listen. Ah, man. It, it was it was a game. Oklahoma State makes no sense because I was saying to Nick before we went live. Week one, their passing game was on fire because it was Shane Ellingworth. Week two, 
they had to switch to, to Spencer Sanders. He was back under center again, and the offense looked anemic. Week three, they found their running game. And, like, Spencer Sanders looked like trash against Boise throwing the ball, but they ran for, like, 400 yards. This week, they couldn't run the ball worth a damn, but they threw for 300 yards. Backwards team. It makes no sense. By the way, they get um, who do they have next week. I, I want to. They get Baylor next week. Not looking forward to picking that game. No, me neither. Because <laughs> it's like, and Kansas State gets Oklahoma. Not looking forward to pick that game either. <laughs> no. Uh, big, anything you want to say before man. we go on out of here? Uh, just got my, my Mountain West uh, review should be available today when you're listening to this um, on Tuesday. So uh, make sure to check that out. Still trying to figure out who I'm going to highlight because the games were very weird this week. Like, are they back? To, like, when when does the Mac start playing Wednesdays again? Not till next. I think not till end of October or something. Really? It's so a while. It's a while. Okay. So, I am actually switching my Big 12 and Sunbelt articles this week. So my Big 12 will be coming out on uh, Wednesday, and my Sunbelt will be coming out on Friday. Yeah, let me check the matching schedule for you. Uh, other than that, this, my usual is, you know, actually, on Thursday, the, on Thursday the you can see. Of, uh, I'll go ahead. Uh, other than that, I just have my usual Thursday article on the NFL. The usual. Yeah, the, the Maction weekday doesn't start till November, the first week of November. So, but for <laughs> some reason, week nine only has one Mac game huh. Bowling Green and Buffalo. Oh, have fun. Have all of the fun <laughs> watching that one. Uh, but if you got nothing else, I think that since we're now over an hour, we can wrap this one up. Eh? Yeah. All right, so until next time, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MikeH underscore draft. Follow Devin on Twitter at RealD underscore Jackson. He may not be here to formally do the outro because he had to go and run for dinner, but uh, Nick, you can find him on Twitter at PriceCheck3. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow our work at Blue Chip Scouting. Follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. And until next time, guys, y'all have a good day.